What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you can't shut up about guitar, then hey, you're in the right place. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. On axesandblades.com and off another podcast, we focus on some more unique, some maybe lesser known instruments, and in particular, instruments with some cool stories behind them, some amazing people behind them um and some very cool history especially when we do our guitar highlight episodes that's just to really bring to more people's attention some crazy cool builds that are going on out there uh there's a lot of great people already covering all of the big name brands and all of the stuff out there that we all know and love and love to hear about which is fantastic uh, but I want to kind of highlight some other stuff, some builders that I've worked with in the industry, um, and just some amazing stuff that catches my eye. We do highlight, you know, some of the same builders uh, regularly because they're people whose work I'm more familiar with um, or really, really into at the current time, um, as well as going out and branching out and bringing a bunch of wider range of builders to you from all across the kind of spectrum of guitar building to give you an idea of just how much amazing guitar building is out there today so this is a guitar highlight today this is a crazy cool build that i saw it's awesome um, and it gives another insight into a guitar builder that we've already discussed a little bit and i did say i wanted to discuss more because they have so many cool innovations and so many of their builds are unique and have so many interesting things that even if you're not super into the brand or even if you don't know that much about them, it shows you something cool that's going on in the world of guitar building right now and, and that's worth it as it is. So this is a build that uh, just got revealed today from Daimolt Guitar Works in Germany. If you want to know more about Daimolt Guitar Works, there are previous episodes of this podcast kind of talked about some of the interesting stuff they do with some of their models and I'm sure I'll do a bit more of a run through um, on here for sure to give you a bit more of a lowdown on getting to know them uh, like I do the get to know episodes just to give you an introduction to Aluthia's work I'd love to do that more on time on Guitar Works and every time I mention if you want an introduction to their work to go and check out from guitar.com it's on the guitar.com youtube channel the series called meet the makers it's a series of short little mini documentary films about really cool guitar builders uh, that i produced in collaboration with guitar.com and if you go and check those out there is an episode on time or guitar works so you get to see a bunch of their work and hear it played by cool guitarists which is great too um this build that they showed off today i want to let you know about it and if you're listening to me talk about it and go yeah you know there's mediums out there today like photography and video you idiot that are able to you know show me the guitar instead of just you talking about it with your dumb human mouth words well you can of course go and check out the dimal guitars facebook instagram and stuff to see this but i'm also going to be posting about it on the axes and blades facebook and stuff so you can go and check it out there if you want to see some pictures of this thing in action and you know if you want to keep up with awesome builds not just on this podcast um i am keeping track of all that stuff on facebook and instagram with axes and blades you know and i know there's accounts out there that just share pictures of guitars and stuff and that's really cool for just looking at some awesome pictures of guitars but um i usually tell about the story behind them and give you a bit more of an insight into what i know about them and maybe what i know about the builders so this build from Time or Guitar Works, it's one of their Firestar models. The Firestar is often kind of presented by them as the experimental guitar. Of course, as custom models, their guitars all have customizable elements to them. But the Firestar is really where they put their 
experience and their flair for the experimental into the guitars. What does that mean? Well, it's kind of experimental in terms of building and in terms of their craft. They try new things, but it's also in terms of um, being aimed towards experimental musicians. That can include, of course, people in experimental musical genres, but it actually just means musicians who want to have a wider palette of sounds. You know, I've seen like indie and alt rock guys playing the Firestar with some cool elements in it. Um, they're not in a, in a band that you would at all call experimental, but they use the experimental elements of the Firestar to kind of expand their sonic range and, and create some cool sounds in the same way that you might use some interesting modulation effects or really cool, interesting pedals in uh, a band that's, you know, indie or punk or whatever, um, just to create some interesting flavors and to experiment as a songwriter so it can be experimental in that way Daimol Firestars often have like um, piezo pickup discs in there which can be used for kind of percussive percussive elements like uh, for example if you've got a looper you can get some percussive sounds by hitting the strings and tapping parts of the guitar to create kind of like a, a beat or a kind of rhythmic element for your looping which some really cool looping kind of guitarists do again including like ones that are more pop songwriting focused just because that's a one-stop shop you don't have to have a drum machine running through your setup very cool um pickups in interesting places including behind the bridge to capture some weird interesting sounds they're leslie rotate uh rotating pickup switching system which i will talk about more uh definitely and would love to have frank and cora on actually to talk about uh they've got firestar that can be kind of hooked up and go through into modular synths um so that basically you can have a proper full-on synth guitar not into a synth pedal but really control a synth with your guitar basically or run your guitar into a synth is really what it is uh, which is crazy um amazing stuff and the firestar it's often their bedrock for that um things like the double star and some of their other models tend to be more traditional absolutely unique and they've got all sorts of their own features on there but uh the firestar is really the place that they really drive ahead with this experimental element and that is the kind of signature model the full-on model of the experimental elements of daimo um, so you expect when you see daimo posting about a new firestar build to be surprised by even when you know what to expect you kind of expect the unexpected i guess you, you know there's going to be something cool in there you don't expect but Somehow they still manage to take you by surprise with the things that they do on this custom order. Daimel Firestar 170. This is a 10-string Firestar, which is absolutely awesome. Um, so the bottom two strings, the lowest two strings, so the E and the A, are just as normal. And then the other four strings are the kind of doubled up strings that you would see on a 12 string guitar for example so to give you an idea that's what we're looking at here with a 10 string you know something that has been achieved by other companies other builders but not a very common thing um and certainly when you combine it with all the rest of the specs on this thing it's crazy so the firestar is an offset style shape steinmull's own shape it is unique but you know if I say offset, you you know kind of the the area that it's in. Um, it definitely has a bit of a longer, thinner feel, and the offset's not as crazy. It, it's um, a nice, unique shape, very comfortable against the body, very um, ergonomically pleasing offset body shape, which not everyone finds an offset totally comfortable. Um, for some people, it isn't, but um, this one totally is. It's got the um, Dymol made by Mastery um, bridge on there, which is really cool and classic offset. So 
that's a nice touch uh extremely stable we had a whole episode talking about the benefits of mastery bridges so i won't go over all of that but uh if you want to go back and learn about mastery bridges there's an episode of this podcast all about the mastery bridges for you on there um so extremely cool with the headstock tuner arrangement they didn't elongate the headstock this is something they do with their um 12 string fire stars because there have been 12 string fire stars that they've done as well i believe even for lee ronaldo is it does uh, i think lee ronaldo might have a 12 string dimal fire star um he definitely has has dimals but i think he might have 12 string as well uh if i remember that correctly which is very cool because it's such a freaking cool guitarist to build a funky out there guitar for it's amazing um very very cool kind of feather in the cap of diamond guitar works i mean if you're an offset guy if it's good enough for lee ronaldo you know what i mean um you don't get much more prestige than that in the world of cool kooky offsets and all that stuff which is great um but what i love about this is i mean find me uh, a 12 string and i'll you know and you've probably found me a 12 string with an ugly headstock and 10 strings in that um let's not say ugly let's say unique or interesting um to get 12 tuning pegs on there you often have some interesting looks to the headstocks which i'm not always necessarily in favor with diamond does this crazy cool thing um it kind of basically uh routes so kind of like an indent into the side of the headstock where the tuning keys are and it has um six of your tuning keys in a line as normal but with some kind of um with the spacing between them as you can imagine so it's a six in line headstock you got that in your head and then in between the gaps that's where they put the other four tuning pegs but facing downwards so um basically 90 degrees to the normal tuning pegs so you will put your hands onto the tuning pegs normally and then you'll put your hands onto the back of the headstock to tune the other four to use the other four tuning pegs really crazy really interesting so they're kind of um the six are in line and then there's four at a 90 degree angle to those six um and you know still easy to use still with enough room to get your hands in there and turn them all and it keeps the headstock looking really cool um it actually looks super awesome really with the 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 what would normally be back of the tuning pegs kind of that would be hidden on the back of the headstock or actually kind of out on the side of it it looks super cool with that nice little curved route to fit to fit them on there it's it's amazing it's a really really cool design and it keeps the headstock looking cool and keeps the design of the guitar looking really pleasing um you rather than just like well just make it way longer uh which i guess would also maybe help with balance issues and things like that as well obviously you've got the extra weight of the tuning keys on there but um with a guitar with guitar build is really as experienced as as Dymel here i would assume that they've really gone to extra lengths to make sure that the thing is still balanced and you're not getting some some top heavy guitar because that's exactly the sort of thing that a builder of this of this level make sure that they've got right really interesting pickups as well they've got one of their own Dymel hb90s um in the bridge they've got an old tysco pickup in the middle and then they've got a hum cancelling lindy Fraylin p90 in the neck which is very very cool um and there's also a piezo disc in there, piezo, however you say it, and uh, coil splitting in there as well. So freaking whole bunch of cool stuff you can do. A whole bunch of cool stuff you can do with that. So like I say, if you want to see pictures of it, I will post it up. It's got a really cool, simple black finish, which kind of just looks badass and gnarly and stealthy, which is very, very cool and kind of suits the 
the chrome and the black of the pickups and stuff. It's a very, very sleek, cool-looking thing. And then it's it's 10 strings, which is crazy. And like I say, I like the way they keep the design intact as well as at, uh, as well as at the headstock. That's a really, really cool touch. Um, so go check it out. If you are an offset kind of person, even vaguely, you're going to want to get to know Dymel Guitar Works. And like I say, if you want to see pictures of this, if you go to the Axes and Blades Facebook page, um, I'll have it posted up on there. And obviously that will link to the um Dymore guitar works uh facebook and stuff on there as well so you can go check them out because they build a whole ton of cool stuff if you like the idea of just following builders that do that do awesome stuff you know it's not always about i, I feel like we get used to in the space of this digital content kind of um when someone tells you about a guitar like this it's because they're wanting to like push you with a buying he says that you should buy this this guitar is cool is this guitar worth buying it i don't i'm not doing reviews uh, i just think it's cool to know about this stuff so it's not even like go follow Daniel if you want a custom order one like yeah obviously that as well but um i just know there's a lot of people that like seeing all the cool things out there even if we then just go and play our strat style guitar or our telly style guitar or our Schechter or uh, PRSSE or like whatever we have I think there's a lot of us that just like following amazing and cool guitars just because they're amazing and cool and that interests us as being into guitars even if we don't then you know go and buy one or whatever um, I think that's cool and interesting for a lot of us so I, that's a big part of why I want people to go follow this stuff because I know it interests people and that it's cool just as guitar people we like to see cool guitar stuff happening um and like I say, a lot of this stuff does not get covered. It's not big enough to get covered by guys running um, running these uh, big YouTube channels where they they, they have, um, you know, big, big audiences who want to see certain things. And the majority wants to see uh, the things from the big companies, of course, which makes total sense. We all enjoy keeping up with that. Um, and it's difficult for there to be an interaction in some ways that the digital space works it it can be difficult for these smaller batch builders building these you know hand building meticulously these guitars that become more cost intensive and more expensive because of that to then collaborate and work with youtube channels can be a bit more difficult um i feel like that's opening up in a lot of good ways as it should be right now which is good um but it means that sometimes this stuff falls by the wayside, even though I think a lot of us in the guitar community would actually be super interested in just watching a video about this stuff and getting to know. So anyway, that's what Axes and Blades is for. That's what I like to do on this podcast. So if you like the sound of that, hey, you're in the right place. And I have articles and videos and all sorts of content to go and check out on axesandblades.com about that. So as well as guitar and gear stuff, it's all about really the music. That's what I think it all comes back to, playing guitar, enjoying guitar, making music. And really, we're all kind of here because we are fans of music and we got into music. So I like to share music out there, guitarists, and every single episode I share track, album, performance, whatever, to give you guys some cool music to go check out or something interesting guitar-wise. And I'm kind of hedging my bets here a little bit with this one and putting out some disclaimers already with that edging towards this might just be cool guitar work and not everyone's thing as a guitar podcast i am sticking with guitar stuff generally i tend to stick in the you know realms of guitar music which guitar people tend to be into but as you will know if you've been listening to recent episodes i've been talking a lot about guitar becoming way more prominent and loved and celebrated in all genres not just quote unquote kind of uh, traditional guitar music 
being like, you know, blues and, and rock and metal and the usual things you think about and how that's interesting to me at the moment and how even if you're not a fan of it, and this is something I actually say with every track I share, uh, even if you're not a fan of the kind of music, um, there's always something to be learned from listening to other guitar players. So even if you don't like this style of music here, there's something to be learned from just ch checking out the guitar playing for sure. Um, because I've been talking a lot recently about guitar in other genres, I've been sharing some guitar music from guys who kind of cross across different genres and picking out some examples of really good guitar um, in music that is maybe not traditionally guitar heavy music, which is cool. I'm not going to keep on with that forever. Don't worry. I, 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 there's plenty of rock and metal and all sorts of good stuff in there. Um, so don't worry about that. But today's track is um, a hip hop track, but it's got guitar work on it throughout the track from Thomas Eric, who's a guitar player I've brought up here before. Thomas Eric of The Fall of Troy, whose guitar playing I absolutely love and will probably blab on about way more at some point because um, just fantastic guitar playing. Uh, a lot to be learnt there. If you've never listened to Thomas Eric's playing and you're already a bit hesitant about how I've described this track, maybe go check out some stuff from The Fall of Troy. Maybe go check out some other music from Thomas Arak. I have suggested some other music from him recently on here. He's got a bunch of musical projects. Go look. Maybe go look up Thomas Arak. His last name is spelled E-R-A-K. Maybe look up The Fall of Troy. Check out some stuff there to check out his playing in the, the context that I myself and other fans would most likely be you know, thinking of it and where his guitar playing is usually seen and heard and, and understood. Maybe go check that out for as a very starting point if you didn't check out some of the stuff I mentioned in a previous episode of this podcast. Or just dive straight into this. Do whatever you want, man. Absolutely. But here is Thomas Eric's playing in a really interesting setting, prominently featured throughout, particularly the end, a prominent, prominent part, not just in the background sample kind of thing, prominent, prominent part of this hip-hop track which is very cool um this kind of experimental progressive um complex intricate guitar work that thomas eric is known for and he actually brings that style that signature style of his to this track very cool you know i think when we see again it's a kick i'm on lately but when you see um hip-hop in hip-hop um, music kind of getting in with and using guitar stuff we're used to maybe it being like a sample here or there or a little bit of guitar music or it sitting lightly in a mix in some ways or sitting much more heavily in the mix but again played around within a sample like way um there are of course exceptions to that of course of course of course but that's maybe more, more what immediately comes to mind and it's really cool to see thomas eric's like recognizable guitar style been in the worlds of you know fall of troy off gets labeled with things like post bung and math rock and progressive um and all sorts of cool things but um however you want to put a name on it and like post hardcore and all this stuff that's where you know that kind of world ish if you get an idea from that is where his guitar is coming from and to hear that style of playing and those ideas really feature prominently in hip-hop track and he's also produced this really cool thing just an idea of whatever of what i'm saying another example of what i've been blabbing on about recently about guitar being really prominent in all these other places and like i say even if the track is not for you i hope the track is enjoyable to you obviously as always but even if it's not if hip-hop's not your thing check out the guitar playing check out how it's being used here and that can give you some interesting ideas for your own playing there's always something to learn from a good guitarist for sure so this track is called sights set and it's from the artist Kovacs. That's spelled K-O-V-A-X. You can find this on 
the Kovax Bandcamp, which is kovaxmusicdetroit.bandcamp.com. Like I said, again, the track is called Sights Set. Go check that out. Go check out whatever music you like. Hopefully that inspires you. Hopefully your favorite music, you can go listen to that. That'll inspire you. Get inspired. Play a bunch of guitar. Check out the stuff from Diamond Guitar Works. As always, look after yourselves, look after one another, and I will catch you tomorrow.